Radio Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant when I'm a rose. outside, ladies and gentlemen, not because of trick-or-treaters, but because of Joe Biden. Welcome to the show. Thanks again for tuning in to the American Adversaries. It is a Trumpin' Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. And don't forget, there are going to be some munchkins out doing some trick-or-treating tonight. So if you're out driving, please slow down a little bit and take some extra caution, especially if you're in neighborhood areas. All right, we're coming to you live on the big new Boulder Star. And more important, listen to the number four AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer, that's WORL, Salem Media Group's news talk station of the year. And you can, of course, listen to all the great programming here, not just over the airwaves, but also on your Lex devices, via your smart devices. If you download the free Ansel Orlando app, and you only have to do it once per device. 
And then, of course, you can also listen on the station website, theanswerorlando.com, where we encourage you to join the Answer Seekers Club. So easy to do, no charge at all, but you can win some great prizes, including those $250 cards for Images Auto Spas, which they give away once a month to some lucky winner. So please do enter to win, but you got to be a member of the club. You can also listen either live or from our archive on the AmericanAdversaries.com website, and of course on our Rumble channel. And yes, indeed, we got the Rumble green lights flashing, so we are up and rumbling. I see green, I see pink too. And that would be the chairman of the board, union boss himself, Michael McBath. Okay, Chris. Got his Barbie outfit I'm on. I'm trying to look like a pumpkin. You know, it's Halloween, <laughs> I but think I, you're with the wrong my, color, my colors are, are a bit distorted. But I think the scariest thing I've seen out there today, and I think a lot of our listeners would agree with me, is Bidenomics. Bidenomics. Right? Is that mm. not the scariest thing we've all gone through? Horrifying. So hopefully next Halloween will be a lot better than this one. So Absolutely. we'll see where we head and what direction. All right. That's the chairman of the board. I am the philosopher, political mad scientist, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. Randy Ross should be making his way here in that big old Don't San Francisco, our Orlando truck. I like that, don't you, Chris? That I mean, he brings, truck. he brings the message of scariness to <laughs> Central Florida because we could <laughs> see this evolve if we don't get some changes. I, you know, I got to ask him when he gets here. Right? I heard a, one of those honks in my neighborhood last night. Sounded right? like one of those train locomotives. I wonder if maybe it was him driving around oh, in that yeah. truck. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, so uh, this is uh, the run for next Tuesday. You know, don't forget the Orlando City Council and Orlando Mayor. A couple of the seats and the mayor is up for election. And that uh, is going to culminate one week from today. All right, so we got a lot of news we're going to get to. 407-774-8255 is the number. This guy, Mike Johnson, he's already making a, making waves because he's actually bringing some sane budgeting ideas to Washington, D.C., which is run by Insanity. So we'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about uh, a little bit about what's going on over there in Israel, in and around Israel. And then Hunter's another. Did you hear about his loan from Johnny Lee? Uh, was that the two hundred thousand, or which one was two, that one? Two hundred and fifty. Oh, okay. I get the money <laughs> check size, but two fifty, four hundred, five hundred. He has so many loans from so many people. Who knows? Yeah. You know? And we'll talk about the election interference case going on in Colorado, where they're trying to keep Trump off the ballot, and another screwy judge out there with some screwy connections. And so uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, and and then we got it. You know, last night uh, Rick and I were talking about this green energy. Stuff. Stuff and right. you know, and uh, wait till we tell you what's going on with the so-called renewable energy farms in California. Well, Chris, do you know that the average solar stock, average solar stock, is down thirty-three percent well, this year? You know, I just noticed. I know the, uh, the ticker thing going by. First, solar was it, up. Got, it got waxed pretty good today. <laughs> no, it was up ten points. Well, maybe that <laughs> one, but I'm just saying. I laughed. I saw the total figures for all of them, yeah. and it was just horrendous. Well, and then when you relate to the auto stocks, look at poor GM and look at poor Ford who really put a lot of money and yeah. time into this, and they've been annihilated. Yeah. And I'm not sure where you get out of this, because well, where are we headed? I mean, well, they're all over the parking lots, and no one wants the EVs. Well, let, let me tell you about these. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, solar and wind farms in California. And let's just say they're, and you might say, in the black. 
Oh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> right. right. So we'll get to that a little bit later on <laughs> in, in the show. Um, and by the way, real quickly, uh, Mike won't be here Thursday, so uh, we suspend the contest when he's not around. Gives you a chance to brain your brain know, a chance they can to rest up a little their brain, bit. <laughs> get ready because we're coming back with yeah. fire in my eyes. So uh, I'm looking right. forward to it. So that's right. We'll see. All right. In the meantime, there was an interesting. Government uh, statistic released today saying that over the summer, the growth in income had actually been overestimated and that people's income did not grow as fast as what was being uh, thought, what was being indicated in these employment reports and stuff that were coming out, and that inflation actually outpaced income growth more significantly than had been revealed. Yeah, revealed. Well, you know, I always believe in that story, uh, don't let friends rely on the third quarter GDP. Remember, the third quarter GDP came out the other day at 4.9%. Yeah. Now, does anybody find that a little unusual when we were at like 2.1, 2.1, right in that area? And then inflation right now is 3.7%. Now, what do we think the Fed's going to do tomorrow? Okay. Well, uh, the Fed keeps making this statement, which I think they do is strictly a cover-up, is say, we rely solely on data. Oh, okay. Well, what data do you rely on? You know, because it, gets, it seems like distorted data to the general public. The other question I have, the Fed is mostly made up of academians, of which it is. These are college professors, yep. you know, people who've never really worked in industry and to me, a never ran a bank. That's right. A prerequisite is to be on the Fed. You must have business experience for a minimum of 10, 15 years and successful business experience. And, uh, you know, we're in banking, which is a business. And if you don't, you shouldn't be on there because I don't see I don't think you can see the light that's in front of you. Now, the other question, is: has there ever been a billionaire on the Fed? No, there never has been. OK, now. Being the fact that, and then think about this, the fact that the Treasury bonds have really done the heavy lifting for the Fed, you know, the Fed's the rate is five and a quarter, five and a half, but what happened in the last month's time, the 10-year Treasuries really took care of this raise that the Fed was possibly going to do because they shot up tremendously right. to like a 16, 17-year high. So what's going to happen tomorrow? You're not going to get a raise. I'll bet it. Oh, and I know the actually the statistics on the Wall Street. They do futures betting on it. It's 98 percent. They don't raise it tomorrow, and they're not going to because what happened is your raise was the 10-year Treasury, the two-year Treasury, the five-year Treasury, the seven-year Treasury, and the 30-year Treasury. That took care of the Fed having to do their work. Plus, and, that uh, income not rising as fast would indicate. That's another point. The rates are biting already. Right. And that's exactly right. And uh, and again, remember, does the 10-year Treasury really have more of an effect on the economy than the Fed raise? Probably so. Oh, because yeah. more things feed off the 10-year than yeah. the Fed rate. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is... Uh, like mortgage rates and the uh, like. You know, we looked at the October consumer confidence number came out today. And, you know, it fell for the third straight month. And really, what plagues the general consumer is something that, like all of us, we all sit at our kitchen table and you go, hey, the price of food's still going up. Hey, the price of gasoline's expensive. And did you know this, that housing went up now for the seventh month in a row? That's housing prices? Driven by... Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's just... 
How are these people going to do it? How are these young people going to have a place to stay without, you know, a minimum $100,000 deposit or something of that nature? Well, something did interesting happen in mm-hmm. in uh, Nevada where the housing market was really hot. And then uh, you had these investment firms going in there and buying up a lot of houses and stuff. They're starting to sell some of those houses that mm-hmm. they bought at a loss, Yeah, I might add. Well, so I mean, if they if they were leveraged... You know, I don't know what they paid, what their loan was. They were paying cash for the houses. I don't know where they okay. got, but they, where they got the cash to pay for them—that's a good question. And, but, you know, but another, nonetheless, uh, you know, the market forces eventually are going to make things turn. Go ahead. And another thing, Chris, is you know, this is the first time this we've had our first three-month losing streak for the year. You know, for the Dow, the S and P, yep. and the Nasdaq. The Even numbers, it was up a little bit today. It wasn't. Yeah, enough it was to up make a it, little bit, but yeah. the actual number for the end of month was the Dow down about one point. Three five percent, the S and P down two and a quarter percent this month, and the Nasdaq down two point eight percent. But the worst part of it is, is the average stock, the ones you never hear about, which is probably ninety percent of all the stocks and all the different indexes, not doing too well. The average stock is down about five percent this month, and a down about fourteen percent for the year. Yeah. So you know the market where they give you these three indexes, they're they're doing. Just okay, not great, but boy, the average guy, if he's not in the indexes, he's probably getting wiped out unless he's in AI. And uh, so, but just quick numbers for the day gold was down about $12, $19.94 an ounce, $1,994. Bitcoin, that's $34,400. It was up some the last couple of days. 10 year treasury backed off about two basis points at about 4.82. Oil was a little soft today, down around 81.02. I'd like to see if it can break 80. We'll see. And then the Dow ended the day up 124. But I thought the real note of the day is that solar stocks in the U.S. were down over 33%. And they've been an absolute disaster in Europe, too, yeah. you know, price-wise on the yeah. stock. So I, I don't know what's going on with First Solar. They are up 11 points to 140 today, and so they're bucking the trend. Yeah. So we'll have to see what's happening with them. But that, Mike is absolutely right. So in California, uh, they're closing down. They're making them go dark. They're making the, the green energy go black, you might say. Right, right. They're closing down solar farms and wind energy farms because they don't have the cables to carry the electricity, evidently. Oh, they, in other words, they don't have the infrastructure for right. it. And, right. by the way, it is it would be impractical to, to install the infrastructure for these things. So it is, it, it, in other words, it won't pay yeah, off. It, it, it can't make it as right. a thriving business. Exactly. Right. Right. And, yep. and then, of course, it becomes, the once again, the problem, as you have with the... the Batteries for electric cars, and I know technology is going right. growing by leaps and bounds. But for right now, uh, there is nothing that you can do to recycle used uh, wind farm blades or, or even the the, yeah, uh, the masks the that junk hold when, them when you pile them all up when that, they're all right. been used. Well, that's what you do. You just pile them all up. It's a junk and pile. Right? Same thing with the uh, solar panels. Uh, the, their the ability to recycle these is is expensive to begin with and limited. It's just easier to build new ones and throw the old ones away. Right. It, it's it, it just is not cost effective, and it never will be because producing new ones will always be cheaper than recycling the old ones. 
It, it just will. It, that's the laws of nature, if you will. And the windmills, how are they done, really, with nature? You know, well, the, if you're whales, if, the... <laughs> if if you're a whale or a bird, you're yeah, not, not too so well. good. Bats, yeah. not so good either. Yeah. But uh, these uh, these things just they just they're, they're panaceas. They're they're pipe dreams. They they don't pan out. They're utopic. They they, they promise big and deliver very small. And Another thing, Trista, concerns me. Our wonderful president, Mr. Bozo, did you know he's meeting President Xi of China within a month? Yeah. And I'm serious about this. I am really concerned his engaging statements will be about the environment. No doubt. I mean, in all seriousness, no not doubt. about the economy, not about war positioning, not about military, not about anything that can benefit the American It's going to be about climate change. Right. And President Xi's going to look at him and think, boy, this guy's a bigger dope than he looks, and he really looks like a dope. Well, you know? Xi knows Biden very well. No, I know he does. Uh, yeah. Biden was vice president. Really he was over scary. there palling around with Xi all the time, obviously. Yep. And He'll probably give him a check, maybe, yeah, when he's maybe, over with him. Maybe, hey, here's a check. Thanks for what maybe, you've been doing. Maybe. But a little bit later on, we'll talk about Gavin Newsom going oh, to God. China and some people thinking that that is his uh, his way of you know running for president here in the United States uh, and if that's the case uh, that makes about as much sense as uh, Governor DeSantis running against Donald Trump did you in other see words not Gavin much at all Newsom he was playing he's trying to be yeah. you know an all-American playing basketball with the little Chinese kids the little kids yeah. he runs over a kid and pancakes him oh boy I'm sure oh, they were going what a nice guy Ah, we'll know. get to all that, but uh, in the meantime, we'll take a break. When we come back, Randy and Trumpy are here. They're getting hooked up, and uh, we'll get into his That's campaign. Right. Look at that T-shirt, Randy Ross for president. <laughs> <laughs> Vote November the 7th. I know, now. Uh, we'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video. Many folks are worried that their old videotapes are worn or broken. But aren't they worth restoring? If you could watch your children play when they were little, be there for a birthday party, sporting event, or bring back the memories of a family member, wouldn't that be priceless? Network sound and video will fix and restore your old videos so you can enjoy them again for years to come. What could be more precious than your family videos? Call 407-834-8555. 407-834-8555. The Fajita Revolution is on at Tijuana Flats. Choose from fajita tacos, burrito, or quesadilla with grilled chicken or steak. All the fajita flavors in three new ways to crave, starting at $9.99. For a limited time, only at Tijuana Flats. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. 
is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. In traffic, we've got the answer. I-4 westbound, slowdowns around West 1st Street, around Colonial with a crash near there, and from Conroy out towards US 27, eastbound I-4, slow from World Drive up towards Lee and around West 1st Street. Crash reported Colonial eastbound at Forsyth, OBT crash southbound at Hilltop 408 eastbound, crash near 434. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica. All right, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. So we got Randy Ross and Trumpy Ross joining us in the Relax and Comfort Studio. How's it going out there on the campaign trail? You know, it's been intense. We've been chasing ballots all day. Yeah. So what that means, so people understand what you're doing, is let's say you requested a mail-in ballot, and you've yet to return it. So we're out there knocking on those doors to try to make sure that they, you know, follow through with the mail. Follow through and get... You know, because it's a big deal. If you're going to request it, you might as well use it, right? Right. Now, Election Day officially is one week from today, November the 7th. So you still have early voting through Sunday. But the numbers are low. You know, I want to I want to address that if you don't go mind. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, no. go ahead. You I want to hear the, this. The, 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 the numbers over the weekend, maybe 400 people voted early. You're talking about at the early voting locations? At the early locations? voting locations. And you know what's depressing is I start thinking about all the support from volunteers, support from the show. Number of mailers, amount of money mm-hmm. that's been raised, because we did really well on that. Amount of money that's been spent. Yeah, I am so appreciative of um, the GOP, the Orange County GOP. They have been making phone calls. They have gone through the list. They have done an excellent job of really getting that call to action. But we have—I I don't want to put too much faith in everybody votes election day. You know, mm-hmm. um, we know that they—we have a ton of mail-in ballots that have come back. Um, it's just, it's, it's a very much, it's like a smoke and mirrors. You just really don't know. So, so the mail-in ballots are coming in at a good clip. Is that what you're saying? They are. They have been. But, but the early voting is not going so good. It has not been going. And it may be because a lot of people who would vote early are now going to the mail-in ballots. It could be that. Uh, is there, are there any numbers comparing this year to past years? They're past, they're, we're still looking at, you know, maybe 12 to 13 percent. Yeah. And that would what is the be typical for this. Voters? Total amount of voters. Well, over 200,000 in the city of Orlando. In my district, it's 28,000. When you break that down, it's about roughly 5,600 to 6,000 Republicans. But you can win because they're the ones that act. Right. So on right. you know my latest mailers, we talk about conservatives can control this race as well as the mayor's race, for that matter. But any race, when they get out and vote, 
because it was funny. I gotta, can I tell a story? Please. Okay. So um, <laughs> we're all yours, Randy. Yeah. I, I'm at yesterday. I'm at a, um, a place right there in the district, right by your house. And it's the end of the day, and I'm exhausted. I met up with a friend, and we're sitting Was there. Was that you honking your horn last night? <laughs> I swear Chris, to God, right. I heard you it. Told me it that. might have been, because <laughs> I know where you live. All right, go ahead. And so, anyway, I had pulled the truck in, uh, and I'm talking about the Titan, into a parking spot where we were at the Ale House, right okay, there yeah. at the corner of uh, Bumby and Colonial, which, by the way, is in my district. Yeah. And I didn't realize that while we're sitting there talking, you know, having a adult beverage, that in fact the other two people across the way were having a conversation. And it was a brother that's thirty nine and his younger brother that's twenty nine. And the conversation was about don't San Francisco our Orlando. <laughs> There it is, Randy. So what happened was they had been already in a conversation about cities throughout the country that they think have gone to the Hell, pooper, the pooper, right, right? And he goes, then your truck, because the the younger brother went to the bathroom, and when he did, he goes, he decided to engage, and he and he goes, you know, it's funny to me because here I am talking about this issue, and your truck pulls in, and his brother <laughs> says, please don't talk to him, please don't talk to him about it. Of course he does, but you, and, it, and what you realize is the apathy between someone that's twenty nine. And someone that's 39 with a mortgage and has kids and has yep. a wife. Yep. And, you know, as we were, they were leaving, they were very nice. Very, I, I really appreciated the conversation. But you realize that the younger brother, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have a family. He doesn't have a mortgage. He's not thinking about college mm-hmm. or whatever the mm-hmm. future is he's got to do for his kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it really tells you the difference between the yeah. folks, especially when he, you know, when I when I bring up because we did an entire mailer on Don't San Francisco or, or Orlando. Did yeah, you get it? I did. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and we also did one on the Black Lives Matter logo, right. where we talked about if you're going to connect yourself to Hamas, somebody needs to denounce that, including Mayor Dyer. That's right, of course. Yeah. So no, I love it. I yeah, I've gotten two of your flyers so far. Yeah. yeah. So, should have gotten three. All right. Well, might be one in the mail today. I bet there's <laughs> one. I get home, it'll be in the mailbox. All right. Well, listen, please. If you live in the city of Orlando, get out and vote. If you don't live in District Four, you might still be having your district up for re-election. But make sure if you live in District Four, you vote for Randy Ross. Okay. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting the death toll in the Middle East continues to climb. The Palestinian death toll in the war has reached 8,525. That's according to the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza. In the West Bank, more than 110 Palestinians were killed. But more than 1,400 people in Israel have been killed, most of them civilians slain in the initial Hamas terrorist rampage. One of about 240 hostages taken from Israel into Gaza by the terrorist group was rescued in a special forces operation. Firefighters aid by aircraft are battling to contain a wind-driven wildfire that's damaged or destroyed at least nine buildings in rural Southern California and forced authorities to issue evacuation orders for 4,000 residents. On Wall Street, the Dow by 123 points, the Nasdaq rose 61. This is SRN News. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Crash.
crash on I-4 westbound near Colonial. Crash 434 eastbound at Markham Woods. Colonial eastbound crash at Forsyth reported. OBT crash southbound with blockage at Hilltop 408 eastbound. Crash near Colonial. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorico. Welcome to the American Adversaries Drive Time. The Titans of Talk Radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble. And a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. And I'm proud to be an American. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Okay, we're back. We're live. We are the American Adversaries Radio Show. We want to welcome now our WACX TV audience, the Super Channel 55.7 on your antenna remote. Thank you, folks, for watching and listening there. And, of course, on our Rumble channel as well, American Adversaries. Got Randy and Trumpy Ross in the Relax and Comfort studio, along with Michael McBath and myself, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge, 407 Seven seven four eight two five five is the number. Of course, this is a Trump and Tuesday, and every Trump and Tuesday is brought to us by Sutherland Nissan, and I dare say also Morse Code. Now, this place is a pretty hot spot over there. I know. It, I, are you going to go for the November first? Well, he's having a little event, a little ribbon cutting at three o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. Yes. Is that tomorrow? Is it November, November the 1st? See, yes. I've already lost track of mm-hmm. life. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Bronco is so funny because if I don't put something on my calendar, yeah. he will call me out on it. Yeah. But he's also one that he asked me to mention something. I think it's important. You know, as a former law enforcement officer, you know, we need to realize that tonight is one of the, the nights that most kids could potentially get hit by a car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could be... Uh, bit by a dog let's say they go to grandma and grandpa's or go to somebody's house and they're dressed up biden's dog and yeah and they and they but the dog doesn't recognize them the costume so we i know that's not what our show's about but i think it's important to note that you know tonight is going to be it's halloween yeah and and there are things to think about yeah the kids will be out on the street so once again yeah if you're out driving tonight Please slow down a little bit. Be more wary of the kids that are out, especially if you're in neighborhoods where they might be going from house yeah. to house. That sort I don't of get a lot of. Do you get a lot of trick or treaters? No. Last year I had one, I think one couple came by, or it was I think a couple of mothers, and each mm-hmm. one of them had oh, one or that, two kids. And that, that doesn't was it. sound like trick or treat. That was it. I mean, yeah, uh, Chris, what they want to do? <laughs> oh no, you guys! Oh golly, golly! All right. Anyway, Morse Code is right there off Park Avenue in Winter Park on Morse Boulevard. So head on over there and check it out. They and got, I believe the mayor of Warner Park is going to be there. I know some tomorrow, other. This is tomorrow at, at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Okay. And I'm going to go early so I can get a good parking spot. All right. So that's a ribbon cutting, the official grand opening for Morse Code in Winter Park right there off Park Avenue on Morse Boulevard. All right. Easy to find. All right. So in the meantime, uh, Mike Johnson is already making a great reputation for himself. He has, a pro- he has proposed a, a relief bill for Israel. 
separate from the other spending that Biden wanted, the $106 billion total. He wants to give him all he wanted for, for Israel, but separately. And here's the best part. He doesn't want to just, you know, have it be extra spending to add to the debt. So to balance it out, he wants to subtract from the $87 billion that was being appropriated for the IRS expansion. Oh, no, Chris. That's so horrible. But now here's the question, Chris. This is what I call sane budgeting coming to D.C. Now, if his group in Congress approves it, but it still does it have to go to the Senate for oh, their oh, yes. approval? Oh yes. So if they yeah. put thumbs down, then it's you have a standoff. Hmm. So you know the question will be how important will it be for yeah. Biden to get the money to Israel for the senators right. to get the money to Israel, and it, will the new speaker be willing to back down, or can, will he use that as leverage to get something else from them? Well, that's what we all want to see is where we're going to go. You know, maybe cut this spending maybe and... he should tell them, okay, okay, all mm-hmm. right. So if if you won't go along with this by itself, let's do this. Let's give the Ukrainians another forty billion and. T- Take that from the IRS spending, <laughs> right? That's okay. So the, mm-hmm. the same part of this is, well, two things, mm-hmm. that they separate it out. We, th- this is budgetary blackmail mm-hmm. when they put all these things in it together and then say they dare you not to pass it because it's got all the crap in it with the stuff you really want. So so it, it, this is a daring move to separate it out and say, no, we're going to deal with this item by item the way it should be. And they be. have lots of money and, in the uh, climate and, area, and, and, too. Well, they and, and the other thing that is saying about this is he's saying we're mm-hmm. not going to add to the debt. We're going to take it away from something where we're already spending right. money, where we probably really don't need to be spending money. And you can start with that Inflation Reduction Act, and because mm-hmm. there's most of that is yet to be spent. Mm-hmm. So you can take it and reallocate it. Of course, Mitch McConnell doesn't like this at all. Who cares? No, he's standing firm mm-hmm. with Chuck Schumer that the Ukrainians should get the money and they should get mm-hmm. all the money. Now, mm-hmm. this is on the heels of one of Zelensky's top aides telling the European media that the corruption is as bad as it ever was over there. And as he says it, everybody is stealing money like there is no tomorrow. Okay. How are they stealing it? Uh, Because there's no accounting for it. Basically, if it's cash money, it's easy. If it's coming in in the form of a commodity, whether it be a weapon or whether it be humanitarian aid, they sell it on the black market. And this is how they get their money to buy all these chalets in Sweden or wherever they're buying. Do you realize how stupid what you just said sounds? Yeah. But, it's but that's the truth. what they do, and you know what? Our people don't have an accounting for all no. this money. No, no, all this money, billions. Exactly. And Johnson is saying that if you do want money for Ukraine, yeah. we're going to have to account for it. I mean, this is what you call sane budgeting. Uh, this is what we have to be. do. Yeah. You know, if you get called into the IRS for an audit, you have to pro- provide proof. Documentation on everything. Exactly. So why shouldn't the government have to provide the same thing, especially when they're throwing, you know, over a hundred billion dollars already allocated to Ukraine? 
Chris, and like you say, I mean, it just sounds like how could we ever have done this without having accountability for everything? And because that's we never we never required accountability. Well, but how could you I mean as a business person? Uh, I want okay, that's America. That's America capitalism, well, not international no. capitalism. And, and, and the, the the Pentagon itself has never really been oh, properly my. audited. Mm-hmm. And every now and then they come up and say, well, you know, we found out, what was it with Ukraine? What they say they misplaced $10 billion or something like that? Uh, right. There was like a $10 right. billion dollar right. misplaced and they can't find the money. And, and what then, do you mean you can't find yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know where it is. I right. think it's under Mike's bed. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> yeah, if he's got any friends in Ukraine, they might be sending it to him to store it for him. Uh, but they, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And and everybody knew that the, there was corruption going on over there. So why would you think that a war would end the corruption? It only it provides the avenue. It. Exactly, yeah. it provides an avenue for more corruption. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And then they want to take and send another sixty billion dollars into that mess over there. I'd tell them to go to hell. Yeah. And in essence, that's what Mike Johnson is more or less doing. So we'll have to see because this is setting up a standoff. And I would I would presume that Johnson is going to get his standalone bill through the House. Right. With he doesn't need the Democrat support. Right. But I would imagine he will get some Democrat support because they want to show their support for Israel. Right, because they won't get the Israel side of the package unless right they come along. Right. So yeah. so you know it, it makes sense from their perspective. Let's get the money for Israel any way we can. But it, they've set up a standoff with the Senate and the White House, and we'll see how that plays out. Because I don't think the American public is wanting to stomach another sixty billion dollars that would be added to the debt. No, not for, added to the debt. No the, one can stomach that. Right. Chris. Yeah. Well, that's what they're talking about. Well, the whole hundred and six billion. He had no no way to pay for that. Yeah. It well, was going to be more money borrowed, more money to the debt, and for that hundred and six billion dollars, five percent on that per year is oh god, a lot. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Right. That that would be over five billion dollars. Doesn't this have to be resolved by November seventeenth or something, one way or the yeah. other? Isn't there? A, well, yeah, that's there when the continuing resolution runs out. Now, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, has said, he has said that he has he is willing to do another continuing resolution, but this time until January, so that they don't uh, have the election, that yeah. right. So that they don't have that mm-hmm. end of the year Christmas Eve votes mm-hmm. where they jam through these big omnibus packages. And he said, in the meantime, what the House will continue to do. It, and by the way, they've already since he took uh, the speakership, they've already passed three more of the That's appropriations bills. So they only have a few more of them to do, and then it goes to the Senate. And once again, the Senate's not going to like that at all. And by the way, uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, I think it was Hawley, and um, and stupid idiot Mitch Romney all came out today and said that they don't like the idea of a standalone bill for Israel. They like the idea of tying Israel and Ukraine money together. It sort of tells us who they are and what they've been doing, and that they are globalists and not people that are doing what's best for all. Correct. For all. Exactly. Right. All right. 
So, oh boy, when do we get rid of Romney? <laughs> get, well, how many more well, years of that? Well, nightmare? he's not running for re-election next year, so we oh, have. Good. He'll be leaving the same day Biden goes out in uh, 2025. Oh, good. Actually, being a member of Congress, he'll go out a little bit earlier because they're sworn in. What is it? The first week of January. That's right. Right. Good, good to see. So him. <laughs> he'll join Liz Cheney. Yeah, you know, it, the yesterday's news. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He can go go back right. to being what was it? Carlos Danger. Oh God! Right. Yeah. Evidently, there's a there's a, I guess a biography out about him right now. And really? Yeah. He's not the guy you think he is. Well, or any of them? You know, <laughs> really? Without the PR people or any uh, of them? No, not so much. So, um, so we'll have to see. This is it is this Mike Johnson is a new day. He's a breath of fresh air in Washington D.C. As I said, he's bringing in these same common yeah. sense ideas. And I think the public's going to like it a lot. No, I but think of course the DC types ain't going to like it not one bit. If the public truly understands what he's doing, yeah. it is really exciting because I think that'll help certainly invigorate the elections coming up in the fall. That they see a guy that really got something done finally. Right. But let me tell you this: uh, there was an emergency delivery of a case of wine to Nancy Pelosi's residence over the weekend. Emergency yes. delivery case of wine? Yes. As, uh, really? and, and ice cream. Oh. As she was trying to deal with the realization that her chances of becoming the first three-time speaker probably just went out the window as Mike Johnson took that gavel. Right. Because it means that our chances of holding on to and increasing the majority in the Senate next year went up exponentially. I was concerned under Kevin McCarthy, could we even hold on to that majority? Now I can see where we not only hold on to it, but that we expand it because of commonsensical thinking. Did you ever hear Kevin McCarthy Mm -hmm. say, okay, if you want this spending, you got to take it from somewhere else? No, you just saw him make deals like they were always done. See, that's the problem. The public doesn't realize, you know, that all the spending was going to be a pile on. Yeah. Now he's making it an extraction yeah. from what's there, which is what we all want, and, and that's what we've been waiting to hear. And so, it, and it makes you have to explain why you need each bit of money, right. which is where the fools on the hill came in today. So we'll take a break and come back. We had four fools on the hill today. You had uh, uh, General Austin and Anthony Blinken uh, begging for money in the Senate, and Mayorkas and Ray, I believe they were getting grilled oh, in the House. God, yeah. So we'll have all that for you. No, I'm, that was in the Senate, too. But anyway, we'll have all that for you and more right here on Trump and Tuesday, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. And don't forget the ribbon cutting ceremony tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock at Morse Code in downtown Winter Park, just off Park Avenue on Morse Boulevard. Morse Code tomorrow, 3 p.m. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles, so it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerrysmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerrysmb.com, 407-366-6499. Friends, Lair Adams of the American Adversaries here to remind you to call Cafe Positano's right now and ask about today's chef specials. You know they make the best pizza, strombolis, and calzones, but call ahead the menu changes. Maybe tonight they'll have chicken with mustardello sauce, salmon in a mango citrus glaze, flounder with mushrooms and spinach in a wine reduction, or parmesan-crusted T-bone steak. Got you drooling yet? Google it now and dine in, pick up, or have delivered Central Florida's most authentic Italian food, Cafe Positano's. Hi, I'm John Sieber, president of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. 132 or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. 407-978-8834. Well, we had four fools on the hill, at least in the witness uh, area, but then you got the fools on the the dais Mm -hmm. there asking the questions, too. So you had Austin and Blinken uh, testifying in the Senate, basically begging and explaining, quote-unquote, why they need the $106 billion. And, of course, they found some very sympathetic ears in the Senate. They're more than willing to pony it all up and, you know, if you need any more, just come back and talk to us. And as I said, you had uh, these idiot Republicans going right along with it. Don't the Republicans, though, respond, if it's particularly if it's a televised, that, hey, fellas, 
Uh, if you're going to get the money, it's going to have to come out of your climate change. No. Don't they bring that factor up? Because that's no. a huge factor no. if I were somebody listening. I mean, if they had said, we're tacking it on, no, you're not. No. You either take it from the junk that you people want to put out there, or we're not doing it. In that particular hearing, the only excitement oh. was provided by some spectators who stood up and started yelling and and saying, you know, they shouldn't be funding Israel and all this other stuff. Did they arrest them, Chris? Well, they drug them out. I don't know if they arrested them. How about a Why aren't they January 6th? Well, I guess because the committee wasn't uh, stopped. They kept going. Oh, okay. (laughs) I guess I don't understand. They were delayed while the shouting and stuff was going on. But basically, as I said, they found very sympathetic ears in the Senate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want money? Well, you got it. Just tell us how much. Now, it's interesting that, you know, some of these senators have foundations that some of the money that they spend as senators finds their way back into their foundations. Oh, it finds it back into all their yeah. uh, campaigns remember, or foundations, everything else. Remember the uh, Ukrainian official said that the, the corruption is as bad as ever and people mm-hmm. are, everybody over there is stealing like there's no tomorrow. Well, we got our government officials going back and forth over there to Ukraine. Did you right? say, yeah, we got this foundation. Don't forget our foundation. You know, we, we're, doing, we're doing real, we're doing a lot of good for Ukraine. Ukrainian Americans through our foundation, so make sure you take care Chris, of us. Gary Gensler, head of the SEC, he has rolled up tens of millions of dollars in uh, net worth over the last four or five years yeah. while working with the government. Yeah. He's so smart in the markets. Pays good if you know Isn't your way around. unbelievable? It is so <laughs> disgusting what goes on up there. But you know what I think is interesting, and I think mm-hmm. this is the message we're sending to the American people, and this is why we're having a problem in our own country when it comes to crime and everything else. We're letting, we're, we're funding crime. Oh, yeah. In yeah. other countries. And yet we're holding Americans accountable and responsible for similar style crime here. Yep. And, and, you know, if we give guns away to people, and then we get mad when people steal guns out of people's cars. We, we, get, we give money and money and money away, but we, we're real limited when the people of Hawaii, of, of Hawaii and Maui needed money. We were going to give them, what, $750? It was a ridiculous amount of money. That, by the way, that, was, that was per family, not yeah, per person. So the idea that we think it's okay to do this, yeah. this is why Republicans have to be in leadership. I, can't, I hate to say it like that, because when Democrats are in leadership, and look at downtown Orlando, when Democrats are in leadership, things go to S-E- S-H-I-T-Z. I was trying to spell it. We're trying to be nice. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> but, I don't even know if we can spell it on radio. I, I, but, that's why uh, I said S-H-I-T-Z. Well, we get the idea. All right. Like she so We got it. But the uh, uh, this is why I say this is novel what's happening with this new Speaker of the House. That he's actually dealing with no, these budgetary I, items I, I in a rational, commonsensical yeah. fashion, which is so alien to Washington D.C., which is why Trump is so popular amongst mm-hmm. the the you know middle America, is because middle America thinks commonsensically. But I need to ask you this because we've often seen where they lead with one thing and they ended up settling on something else. Well, do you feel? This is where we'll settle, or do you feel like this is just something to bait the opportunity and we'll end up going right back and doing what they plan to do again? I don't think we're going to go back to the way it was. That doesn't mean that there won't be some deal-making along the way. But I think it's going to take a a different nature, that that, that this new guy knows why he is there. 
and he is there to do what he's doing right now. That he couldn't go in there and do business as usual. That's what Kevin McCarthy was doing. He was doing business as usual. Did you see anything done differently under Kevin McCarthy's rule in the House no. of Representatives than we had seen for decades? No. Nothing. Nothing. So this guy knows that if he wants to stick around, he's going to have to do things differently. But that means that there's going to be some showdowns. There's going to be some standoffs. No, I think it's really exciting. And I think it's explained to the public very clearly that this money that will go to Ukraine will not be new money that we got to dig up. It will come from the budget of other wasteful things like the IRS. How about the 20,000 uh, climate people the government's hiring, too? Yeah. What are they going to be, like climate Antifa guys that wear a little yeah. hat around that looks like a plant or something? What is that? 20,000 climate change people. Look at it this what way. What is it? Look at it this way. This is what every American family household has to deal with. Yeah. And that is that sometimes expenses come along and you don't have extra money in the sense that you can get extra money, but you had set aside some money for, say, uh, you know, an outing or something like that that you don't really need, right. but you need this thing that just popped up, and so you can reallocate that money. That's what normal Americans are forced to do. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't the government be forced to do the same damn thing? We can't just every time there's a disaster or something, a war, that we just print more money. Just can't do it. That is that right there will crush our economy and kill this country quicker It'll than It'll drive any... interest rates up. It'll yeah. be a disaster. They must stop him. And what he's doing, I really, I'm glad that it's clear now yeah. how he plans to extract the and, payments. And I just hope and I do think, I think that, that's great. that he will stick to his guns on this yep. stuff. And it's important that he does. If, if we're going How many to maintain... more bills does he have to put the goes? It sounds like he, I guess they had put three through, or you know, they've approved it by the uh, Republican side. This other one's being approved. How many more? I think it's only like two or three more. I think it's only two or three more. That's right. That's what I think it is. Usually the, the trickier ones are the last ones to be done. Right. But they've already got the defense one done, and they well, had let, Homeland let me, Security, let all that. Let me What's ask you that? this. So if I needed to file... Bankruptcy. I wouldn't be able to print my own money to no. get myself out of that. No, no, you so wouldn't. Are these folks in these other countries that destitute that they kind of really need to be filing bankruptcy, and we're helping them out, we're funding them? What is the real reason that we keep? All right. It's okay to give the money away. Well, Ukraine, basically, yes. What you're describing, Israel, no. Israel is not destitute. What we are going to be giving them is not aid, like much of the aid is that we give Ukraine, which can be, you know, corrupted. Um, we're giving Israel weapons and and uh, upgrading some of the stuff that we'd already been providing to them. So that's what we're providing them. But and, it is still money. Right. You know what I mean? But that, the answer is you're right. It's weapons and not money like these other countries might right. want. Now, with Ukraine, it's, it, it's, it's, the, whole, it's the whole spectrum. We're 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 funding their pensions over there. You want to find, know how oh. they steal the money? We're funding their pensions. That's an easy way to rechannel the money. We're we're fu- we're we're paying the pensions of the teachers over there, the first responders. Same. We're paying we're paying their salaries. You can't do that we're, we're if they're pay- fighting a war. We're sending the money to run the country to the tune of about two hundred and thirty-three million dollars per day. 
is what we've been sending them since this thing started. $233 million per day. That's a billion dollars every, what, four and a half days. Americans are, are just oblivious then. Yeah, they don't know what's going on. No, no, no. They think all this money's going to tanks That's and why they all can this do other it. stuff. No, we're paying to mm-hmm. run their doggone country as well as the war. So if, if it weren't for the United States, they would be bankrupt. Why aren't other countries helping with that? Well, Europe is, and the NATO countries are helping a little bit, but we're the biggest suckers of all. <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. Right? And so, How does the so, By the way, some of the European countries like Poland and Hungary were in, but Poland is, is no longer going to be helping uh, support Ukraine. They've had enough. Yeah, they're done. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw where there, there are some voices in the U.K. that are saying we shouldn't be doing this anymore either. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, 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 I'm just I don't I'm at a loss for words. Well, that, you know, that's rare. But it's, it's like one of those things where it doesn't make sense to me that we can. It, 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 I think what doesn't also make sense is that our government is helping us be blinded by it. <laughs> that's that's the most that's troubling part. That's part of the game of staying in Washington. All right. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of the government doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. the movie Police State, of course, is now out, and you can order it online. You can watch it on your computer. Or better yet, you can order DVDs, and they're like 24 bucks, 24 99 something like that, delivered. And uh, they're available, and you can go ahead and get them at policestatefilm.net policestatefilm.net please see it, get some DVDs give them out as gifts and uh, it's important that everybody get up on this stuff that's policestatefilm.net we got more of the American Adversaries on a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code don't forget the ribbon cutting tomorrow at 3pm at Morse Code in Winter Park January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. 
We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Welcome to hour number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time Now Prime Time Radio Show, coming to you live on a Trumpet Tuesday, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. You'll find them at East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail. Also on online at OrlandoNissan.com, where you'll find all the latest special deals they got going on, and they always got some special deal going on on out there. So check it out, OrlandoNissan.com. And don't forget, U.S. Marines' newest venture, Morse Code, right there on Morse Boulevard in Winter Park. This is a wine and eatery place, so uh, check it out. And tomorrow, they have the official grand opening ribbon-cutting ceremony at 3 p.m. It's going to be a beautiful day, by the way. The weather oh, it's going to be cool. It's like 70 degrees. Cool. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Get the sweaters out. Yeah. So, yep. uh, Sweater weather. Get on over there to Morse Code tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. for the official ribbon-cutting. And you'll see Randy there with the, I'm going. the big Titan truck. which Nissan says Nissan Titan. That's right. Which says clearly on it, don't San Francisco our Orlando. And uh, I love it the way you have it picked. Pictured in your flyers as well. I thought that was a nice, really nice touch. No, I think that was right in front of the city hall. City hall. That's right. (laughs) Nice touch. All right. So that is Randy Ross and Trumpy is here too. He just got out of the groomer, didn't he? He He did last week. He got his Marcus Aurelius haircut. No, he has short hair and he's ready for the the winter. I I thought for the summer. This will be the well. This be the shortest we'll do for a while. Yeah, he's ready for election day, and uh, that is Mike McBath. I am Christopher Hart. Jeff's on the bridge 407-774-8255 is the number and don't forget election day for orlando city elections also Oviedo. Oviedo's mayor mm-hmm. is up for re-election yeah, I saw that. and uh and there are some i think other locales as well but anyway we're focusing on orlando yo yeah that uh seat 35 the Florida yeah, House seat thirty five. Yeah, folks. yeah. Scotty Moore's uh, running for that on the Republican side. It's a primary, so there will be a runoff the, the Democrat against the Republican uh, a little bit later on. Chris, I also now, think real too. Quick, somebody asked yeah. me, and I think you had told us because it's a three person race that you're in in the city council mm-hmm. right. that if nobody gets fifty percent, that it goes to a runoff. Is yeah, that right? That's correct. So if you have to get fifty percent plus one. Vote. Okay. All right. Okay. So this could actually end up in a runoff. And that's the ideal scenario is to pull her into a runoff. All right. There you go. Yeah, the right. one so thing please, is- though, get out. If you live in Orlando, vote for the mayor. Not, well, not for the mayor, but yeah. for the mayor in the mayor's race. Let's put it that way. And then vote for Randy Ross if you live in District 4. And if you don't live in District 4, tell your friends that live in District 4 yeah. to do it. RandyRoss.red is the easiest way to that's find out more about me. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, RandyRoss.red, you said? Yeah, and I, got, I had a good friend over at the uh, OCREC folks that put that together for me. All right, very good, very good. So, and Election Day is one week from today, so early voting is going on. If you requested a mail-in ballot and you got it and you've not filled it out and, or turned it in yet, please go ahead well, and, and we'll do that. We'll be chasing you down. We'll be knocking on your doors yeah. and making phone calls That's to you. Right. That's what I like to the, hear. They you won't know? be coming to pick the ballot up. They'll a be no, coming we can't, to remind you. A rabid dog will be coming for you. You can, you can either mail it. You still have time to mail it, or you can turn it in at the election supervisor's office or at one of the early voting that locations. That is correct. All right, but no other drop boxes or anything like that, and certainly don't let anybody take it from you and, and deliver it for you. You know, I've been thinking, uh, how am I going to pull into the parking lot of the supervisor of elections in that truck to park? Because you're supposed to be 100 feet away from the entrance, so I'm going to have to park down the street just to go vote for myself. Isn't that crazy? Andy just parking 100 feet down the street. Hello. You're sounding like a Democrat. Hello. (laughs) All right. A uh, quick programming note here also. Of course, one week from tomorrow is the next Republican debate. In not in Miami, oh. and of course uh, Mike Pence is not going to be there. But oh. the rest of the ones who have been on stage will probably be on stage again. I think about ten million viewers won't be there either. Uh. Well, two of our Salem <laughs> listeners <laughs> could possibly be there because Salem, of right. course, is one of the partners in this oh, debate. That's right, oh, you, you a contest. Hugh, that's right. So mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're going to give away two a pair of tickets to some Salem listeners somewhere in the country. It's a nationwide promotion. But you can enter to win that pair of tickets. And this is uh, easy to do. All you have to do is text WIN, W-I-N, WIN to 94878. That's all you have to do. Text WIN to 94878, and you're in the running for that pair of tickets. And you can do that through tomorrow, after tomorrow the de- tomorrow night is, is the deadline. So in the meantime, just go ahead, if you want, to text WIN to Nine four eight seven eight. Somebody's going to win that pair of tickets. All right, we've uh, had Dave holding on the line. We got Jim also. Then we got some other news we're going to get to. So, Dave, how are you doing tonight? I'm truly blessed, fellas. Truly blessed. We're happy to talk to you guys. Hey, um, my question is is to Randy. But I had a I had a statement to say about that dadgum. You know, we're dealing with you know several hundred people, senators and congressmen that are dealing with a trillion dollars to line their pockets with to allocate, you know, trillions of other dollars. But a trillion goes in their pocket. But, I mean, what do we expect? I know what we want, but what we expect is a, a totally different thing. But uh, the question that I had to Randy was, I live down here in Taft, a little little suburb of South Orlando down here. You know, we got, we got sucked up into this, you know, annexed and all. They took our post office. And, I mean, I've been down here for the better part of 50 years. And, um, you know, they literally used the community center as a voting block, you know, a place to vote. Yet I can't go two blocks and vote this time. You know, that irks me to no end um, because I'm out, you know. Well, the, are, are, the wrong lines right around us. All right, so are you asking if Randy can do something about that? What's your question? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, what's the deal? I mean, you know, they're, they're, they literally put the block right here. You know, they're voting two blocks from my house, yet, they can't, yet I can't go down there and vote for, you know, I am in the city of Orlando. I've been annexed, you know, since, uh, what, 80 okay. or whatever. And and you know what's the deal? You know, I mean, they they literally draw circle, draw outlines to put people out of voting, 
Yeah, they're trying to. We're trying to get in voting. Right. You got my drift here. I think so. Thank you for calling. We appreciate that. Certainly, I think that's the idea of holding this election at this particular time for mayor of Orlando. Yeah, I think we need and, to and an off year and an off month. Go ahead. This is intentionally designed to be a special election when in fact it's not there's nothing special about it. It should have been part of the presidential preference primary. The problem with that is Buddy Dyer and the Orlando City Council wants to make it as difficult as possible to actually get you out to vote. That's right. So if you're Chris Hart and you've lived here almost all your life, you know the voting process you're going to do that. Think about how many new people have moved here. Buddy Dyer does this intentionally and did the city council right yep. behind him. They voted unanimously. Yep. They do it every cycle, not yep. just this particular cycle. They do it all the time. So they pull it in advance of a year in advance of when it's really supposed to be done to kind of make you angry about going out. But the well, other no, thing, well, too. What it is is that they just kind of want to get in on the sly. They want a yeah. low turnout. Yeah, I mean, the right? answer because is... It's easier for them to, shall we say, manipulate the election with a low turnout. Chris, if you're the mayor, you control, in essence, the police department, all the different law firms, everybody yeah. gets money off of you. Well, well, who do you think? They know that if I can just capture, you know, a high percentage of the people I just do business with who need me in office, I win. Right. But if they did it during the regular cycle, they might get upset because then there's a lot more people voting, and they might be, get caught if a guy does that straight right. down Democrat or Republican. Exactly. So this is perfectly planned out for a guy that might not win. Well, just for know. the record, I made it very clear that term limits. I would, uh, you know, it's actually Rick Brown brought me the idea, and I actually mm-hmm. vetted the idea with some folks to make sure it could actually be done. Is to immediately call for a charter review to make sure that we have term limits in the municipal elections in the city of Orlando. So we're never in a position where we have a mayor of 20 years running for 24. We're never in a position where we have a city council person currently serving 23 by the time she would be over as 28. That That is something that I think common sense people should be able to agree upon. Yep. We certainly have those limits for our state house and state senate. And, and by the way, they can be overcome by taking some time off. The way they do it in our state house and state senate is, let's say you get term limited out. Well, if you take a few years off, you can come back in and start the clock all over again. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, there is, you know, still a way. They can return. Uh, but I did want to give a shout out to the women that listen to our show, because very often when I'm down at Publix, and I've told you I go to Publix every day, it's just my thing. Uh, I was at Publix. Uh, <laughs> he loiters uh, well, I, I No, I don't like to decide what I'm going to eat the next day. So <laughs> the, 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 the humans have traditionally. Well, eat, my dad is the same way. Eat just, fresh food. That's right. sushi days tomorrow. And I, and I, di- I, I don't dislike going to the store. <laughs> And I like to get to park the truck there. Usually I'm going to see somebody inside. So anyway, I'm in that the, the, the self-checkout lanes, and this lady kind of whispers to me, and she said, you're Randy Ross? I said, yeah, I'm Randy Ross. And she said, I, I, I love the American Adversaries. Like, my husband and I listen to you all the time. Why are you guys not on on Saturday nights? <laughs> well, I said, we got to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There you go. Well, thank you, folks, uh, who are give, showing your support and for I Randy. See, there's a lot of women that actually yeah. listen to this show, and I wanted to give them a big shout out. All right. So uh, once again, please get out and get involved in this election. 
and let's uh, throw a curveball to these politicians who don't want us to go out and vote. That's why they no, scheduled this election. You call me a MAGA extremist. Can you believe that? Uh, I'm a MAGA extremist? Really? Well, I yeah. would throw bombs, according to the Orlando Sentinel at the city council. What are well, they talking about? You're a wild about? and crazy you're guy. You're wild and you crazy. Oh, I love that. On Saturday Remember Night that? Live. You could label yourself that, a wild and crazy guy. That was Steve Martin. That's right. I can tell you, the last thing that Randy would throw would be bombs <laughs> at the city hall. No, but you know what? It might be some uh, common sense. Uh, well, that's just it. Common that's sense. That's the bombs. Would, 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 the common sense thrown into well, the pile. Well, you see how it's being reacted yeah. to in Washington, D.C.? Without a doubt. The, right the, off the bat. The, the establishment of both parties, ooh, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, the guy just opened up a big old pack of Lindberger cheese or something like that. <laughs> and now here's a question, Chris. With this big election in North Carolina, do you think we're going to get the temperature of the voting public with, you know, because Yunkin, you know, is a pretty strong... Well, Yunkin's in uh, uh, North Virginia. Carolina. No, Virginia. Virginia. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, with the election in Virginia. Yeah, because these are, I think they call it assembly seats right. in Virginia. And Ooh. I wonder if we're, we're going to get a feel because of... Uh, that's the way it will be that's interpreted. That's a purple state. That's right. It's going to be determined, and that's next week, too. And that's their, what, their state Senate, their state House. And and the, the polling was showing that the Democrats were looking pretty good. See, that I don't so like. We will have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, that mm-hmm. is under the, the governorship of Glenn Youngkin, who's one of the ones who is being, you know, bantied about as a... Potential presidential. Right. If not mm-hmm. this go-round, then the next. Right. And by the way, I want to uh, give a shout-out and some uh, compliments to our man David Pollack uh, on his show. He's doing a great job, by the way. I think Charles is doing a pretty good job, too. But anyway, David, last night, had on his show uh, Hogan Gidley, uh, who worked uh, with Trump during the uh, 2020 campaign. But uh, he also had some analysis on Rick Scott. I'm not Rick Scott. I mean, Ron DeSantis, um, in terms of him running for president. And his analysis was, and I'll get it as best as I can, basically that Ron DeSantis was set up by the Republican establishment to fail so that they could get him out of the way for 2028. Because there's a lot of guys like Glenn Youngkin, Brian Kemp, of Georgia right, right. and others, more of the establishment types, not MAGA types, but establishment types that want to run in 2028, and they saw him as an impediment. I think they kind of concede that it's going to be Trump right now, but they were they were setting their sights on 2028 and wanted DeSantis out of the way. I don't know that that's what's happening, but I think that's a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good no, guess. I, mean, it's I think a it's a good. That, yeah, I think it's a good theory. Good thought. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. certainly the people who have been, shall we say, putting DeSantis up to this, are the Republican establishment. It, it, it's it's clear that that's who they are. It's never Trumpers. People who hate Trump and they've put DeSantis up as their front guy to go against Trump, and basically they tied him to the railroad tracks as the Trump train is coming right at him. I mean, do you think Ed DeSantis will stay all the way in until it's If the he final? does, he destroys his political yeah, career. That's what I, I I'm saying. I think he's already is, done that. I, he might have. I, I will think will if, he go all the way or at some point say, you know what, I'm dropping out, I support Trump? I think it would depend on following how much money he, his consistency in and fundraising that part is. is. Definitely if it starts really, really, really because we know he's bleeding money, right? So right. if he starts really, and it's natural at the end of a campaign, I saw it in my own campaign, you know, you start seeing that it slows down a little bit, but they're in the middle of their campaign. Right. And if he starts losing supporters, and I will, I will also say this, people of Florida, 
they're exhausted by having two presidential candidates up there. Yeah. You know, I, I hear that when making phone calls, when it's like Trump versus DeSantis. They want to get into the whole conversation, and they're also getting asked for money from both of them, plus state house people are, city council people are, yeah. or school board. There's only so much money to go around. Ask Mike yeah. McBath. That's yes, right. That's right. You know, nickel doesn't go very far to stay doesn't, in age, doesn't. <laughs> Right. But no, uh, the, the, and this, this is what, you know, perplexes me, angers me, is that we need DeSantis on the field of play. And this is taking him off the field of play, perhaps permanently, to your point there, Randy, um, that this this has been devastating to his political career. He was riding a high after re-election. And as soon as he officially declared he was running for president, boom, the fall begins. And it has not stopped. You saw the poll that came out just yesterday, the Des Moines Register or whatever right. poll right. shows that Trump moved up slightly from 42 to 43 percent. DeSantis went down three points. And Nikki Haley leapt into a tie with Ron DeSantis. Yeah, she seems to be, you know, starting to pick up a little pace. And the and more people I talk to, the more people like Nikki Haley. No, I don't mind her. Yeah. A little bit liberal, don't you think? She is a little bit... No, I, I, I don't know about that. I don't want to say somebody, liberal. Somebody I mean, say that because of her yeah. position on abortion. She's a woman. She has right. more That nuance. might be a great thing for the But party. that would help uh, overcome that look, abortion it, issue with the Democrats. Right. If, if she wasn't one of these mm-hmm. warmongering neocons, she'd mm-hmm. be probably a pretty good vice presidential pick right i agree with that but she's all in on the ukraine and all this stuff so i'm not so sure that aren't you amazing how somebody could be a warmongering neocon when they never fought themselves in a war yeah to see how horrible a war is yeah but see i just wonder see the difference between Mm -hmm. in my opinion the difference between desantis and nikki haley Mm -hmm. is nikki haley comes across as genuine that's who she is right DeSantis doesn't come across as, as, as genuine. He seems tense. And and it, it people pick up on that. You know what he is? No, he's intensive. You he, know what I mean? In other words. But, but he's, he's not comfortable projecting that. No, he's not. Right. He's just he's just hyped up when he does something. I think he just, you know, I'm gonna get this done and this is how it's, and he comes across. He's uh, very intense. He's know? the guy on the baseball team in high school mm-hmm. that got nominated for prom king. And is doing everything he can to win, and it's destroying every chance he has. Much is. Yeah. It is. It, look, the smart move, in my opinion, would have been for him to say, "Look, I, I'm, I'm honored by all the requests for me to run for president, but for right now, I've got a state to run, and we have a candidate that we should all get behind, Donald J. Trump." And then, if something happens to Trump, he says, "Okay, well, now things are different." But see, he was being led on by these establishment now they types, him along these people with who, a lot of money. who hate Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and they hate MAGA, they hate all of us, they resent us because we're too stupid to like them, you see? So they hate us for that. So he just got caught up with the wrong crowd, and it's mm-hmm. he's taking himself out of the big game. And and that's that's tra- tragic. No, I just hope he realizes it soon enough, where then we can separate him from it, the whole thing. It, Mike, it's too four years it, from it, now. It's, it's too late. I, I think he'll it's never, too late. He'll never get the the MAGA base to get back on his side. No. So he, even if you take Trump he, out of the equation in 2028, which he, I don't think he will, I mean Trump will still be supporting certain people. That's right. not going to be the nominee. No, no, he is he's pencing himself. Yeah, I'm afraid right? so. He's turning himself into a Mike Pence. I know, I know. Right? Uh, 
and and it's a shame to watch. It's hard for me to. I can't watch. No, I mean it. I think of how well the state has been run relative to all other states. Yeah, but you have to you give know? credit to that also to the legislature. And we have to too. Right? I agree. It's more so, than one person. And it would be mm-hmm. a lot different in Washington D.C. So you mm-hmm. can't extrapolate what he has been able to accomplish here in 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 Florida. To he would automatically be able to do mm-hmm. all this in Washington D.C. Oh no, he wouldn't. No, I think we learned that. No, <laughs> you know, just real. look what's going on right now in the Senate with a yeah. little bit of logical and rational thinking out of the House, right. and they can't stand it. Yep. And I'm talking about the Republicans. All right, we'll take a break and come right back. We got another caller on the line. It is a Trump and Tuesday, and of course, Trump and Tuesday is brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and U.S. and his team out there. Really a great team, really friendly. Whether you're having service on your car or whether you're buying a vehicle, they they treat you the same, like your family. So check them out at uh, Sutherland Nissan East Colonial Drive and Chickasaw Trail specials. They're running all the time. You can find them at OrlandoNissan.com. And don't forget the ribbon coating tomorrow at 3 p.m. For Morse Code in Winter Park, you're invited. Morse Code on Morse Boulevard, right off Park Avenue. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FL 94.9, the answer. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network sound and video makes memories last forever. There are so many reasons to convert your old media to digital. The advantages are endless. Digital is lighter, sturdier, and much more compact. And please consider this. Should you have to evacuate due to hurricane, flood, or fire, you couldn't pack all those heavy videotapes. You could, however, grab your entire album of DVDs and portable drives right off your bookshelf. Visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com or call 407-834-8555. Ahoy there, shrimp lovers. Try three new shrimply delicious dishes at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp and corn tacos, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and garlic lime shrimp bowl. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Look at those roadways westbound I-4. We've got slowdowns around Colonial, then from Kirkman out to US-27 eastbound I-4. Going slow from World Drive up towards Kirkman. Also slow from Fairbanks up towards 434 with a crash reported near Maitland. Slowdowns up around West 1st Street as well. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica.
<laughs> Might as well just let that run, Jeff. Uh, this will be a real quick turnaround, and you're listening to American Adversaries. No contest this Thursday because Mike will be out of town, so we do not have a contest challenge for you this week, but we'll have one for you next week. All right, when we come back, uh, we'll be talking about the other doofuses on the Hill today. We talked about Blinken and Austin. Now we'll talk about Christopher Ray and Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas. Mm-hmm. All right, and then other news as well. You're listening to the American Adversaries. And once again, it is All Hallows' Eve, so be careful if you're out there driving around, especially in the neighborhoods. Watch out for the little munchkins and running around trick-or-treating. We'll be right back with the American Adversaries on this here Trumpin' Tuesday, brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. <laughs> oh, my God. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Supreme Court is wrestling with whether public officials can block critics from commenting on their social media accounts. The issue first arose in a case involving former President Trump. The justices heard arguments Tuesday in two cases involving lawsuits filed by people who were blocked after leaving critical comments on social media accounts belonging to school board members in Southern California and a city manager in Port Huron, Michigan. A Missouri appeals court has ruled against a Republican written description of abortions rights ballot measures, calling his summaries politically partisan. The Western District Court of Appeals in Tuesday largely upheld descriptions by the constitutional amendments that were rewritten by a lower court judge to be more impartial. On Wall Street, the Dow by 123 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive time, the titans of talk radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer, online at theanswerorlando.com, americanadversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place For the stars and stripes 
an eagle fly. We're back. We're live. We are the American Adversaries Radio Show on this Hall- All Hallows Eve, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you want to hoot, just go to our archive and go all the way back to October 31st, 2010, when we did our radio theater War of the Words uh, broadcast. All right, so we got Mike McBath, Randy, and Trumpy Ross, and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff is on the bridge, and this, of course, is a Trump and Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. And don't forget the grand opening, official grand opening tomorrow, ribbon cutting ceremony. And all at Morse Code in Winter Park. Morse Code located on Morse Boulevard just off of Park Avenue. So come on by tomorrow at 3 p.m. If you haven't seen that big old Titan truck, it'll be there with Randy Ross. You going to take Trumpy too? Can you take Trumpy to no, that? I don't think I can take all him right, inside. All right, all right, all right. All right, so that's Morse Code. All right, so Christopher Ray along with Alejandro Mayorkas, we're on the Capitol Hill, on, on the Hill today, another Senate hearing. And Christopher Ray said what I think we all already know, and that is with these troubling times and acts of terror going on around the world, we might expect some of them here in the United States. I mean, can you imagine the audacity to even make that statement? We've talked about that for a year, what inevitably is going to happen here when these groups unite with each other. There are Many of them are well-trained. They've come across from countries that are enemy of the state. We don't even know who they are, where they are. Can you imagine him having the audacity to make a statement? Like, by the way, something wrong could really happen very soon. I think we've no been talking kidding. about it longer than a year. Yeah. It feels like we've been talking about uh, it ever oh, since Biden's Probably for three, president. four years. Yeah. And, and this Chinese nightmare is the one that concerns me with over 90,000 of them crossing in the last few months. We've never had massive amounts <laughs> crossed before. This is insane. Uh, evidently, I think some Chinese showed up on the shore of Key Largo. They did. did right. You there see was that? like 17 or 18 they yeah. had to come in and they tried to sneak in. And a lot of these Why people. Why are they coming that route? No, they claim that they don't know English. They find out they do know English. They claim they're uneducated. They find out they're educated. You ask why they came in that route? Because they didn't want to be found. You, yeah. Uh, what do you think you do? That? See, yeah. they were they were basically sneaking in, they they, like not, tourists. Or yeah, something. exactly. Not coming across no, the border. No, like spies. Uh, yes, <laughs> not like tourists, like spies. Exactly. So yeah, basically, Christopher Ray sat there and had the audacity yeah. to say that uh, yeah, there's probably some terrorist cells. Wait until something States. happens, and then they'll say, well, we yeah. told you, and you weren't yeah. prepared, so you should have right. been prepared. And, oh. And, Oh, okay. and, and by the way, the FBI basically is uh, lost when it mm-hmm. comes to that sort of thing. He, he had no response in terms of uh, what are you going to do about it. Uh, it must be rough for them to sit there and know everything Trump said is coming true. true. Is yeah. true or coming true. Yeah. Can you imagine how they have to eat crow when they're sitting up there in Capitol yeah. Hill? I mean, jeez. I, I think it was Charlie Kirk was playing some uh, clips uh, mm-hmm. from some of Trump's 2020 campaign speeches. Mm-hmm. And he, he predicted everything. You know, you're going to have $5 a gallon gasoline. Well, we there did. There it is. Right. Right. We made he, that he, one. He said you're going to have mass influx of illegals flooding yeah. into this we country. Yes, well, New York City. That. We got that one. They're going to be starting wars. And we got and that we one. Go. And there'd be rumors right. of wars. He said you're going to be paying yep. more for everything. And we did. And we have. Yeah. But we it. only needed two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah, that's right. That's all we needed, Boy, two weeks. If, if we hadn't been that. All right, anyway. So uh, <laughs> my Orcus and uh, Holly, Senator Holly, actually had a little back and forth today. Good. Because uh, Holly was calling my Orcus out for an aide, I guess, that works at uh, Health, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Homeland Security, who had put out a tweet in support of Hamas. 
and Holly wanted to know if that person was fired, and and my orcus was you know saying you're it's despicable for you to characterize all our agents as that, and basically, and then then he they got into a back and forth because Holly wanted to know if the law enforcement agents are being pulled off drug investigations in order to make sandwiches for illegals coming in. And by the way, that's an allegation that Sonia Labosco has made mm-hmm. about the air marshals being pulled out of airplanes to be sent to the border to assist with the influx, and what they're doing basically is making sandwiches and changing diapers. In other words, they're not being sent there to keep these people out they're being sent there to help them get in. Law enforcement. Chris, imagine this. Remember a couple of weeks ago when I was up in Buffalo and I came across from Canada and the line was like two hours just across a little bridge? And I said, what's wrong with you people? You got 15 gates open. There's only four of you. What are you doing? And the guy said to me, sir, most of them have been moved to the border. Right. Oh, so we yeah. get rid of commerce. We destroy the businesses between these two great areas. Oh. And and once again, they're not being sent to the border to help secure it. Right. They're being sent to the border to help facilitate these people flooding in. And you, there was a, a parade of people they were showing on, I think it was Fox right. a little bit earlier, coming from southern Mexico, walking up, and it's thousands of men. Mm-hmm. These young, you know, military young age military men. Age and and every so often you'd see a female in it. Every so often. But the vast majority, I'd say 95% or more of this influx now is men. Well, the question, where are they all being employed since we've been they're doing this? That's what I'm saying. We've been doing well, this sure for three they are. years. They're getting money from the government. Yeah, they're getting money from China, but they're getting from money Venezuela. To, and here's, from, the, here's the problem. They're getting money to sit around to do nothing. As I said yesterday, what was it our teachers told us over and over when we were kids? I was idle, idle hands. Minds. Uh, idle hands. Idle minds are a devil's workshop. You got it. And these people will be ripe for being brought in as the, into protest and things like that. I mean, so, now you got. I mean, these uh, Hamas people. Hey, wait a minute, I'm getting, else. A, I'm getting a call here from Russia. Look at okay. that. Oh, I no. see that ground control oh, major no. It's Vladimir. Yeah, Vlad, it's, <laughs> it's me, just, Chris. I'll be over. All right, <laughs> and then you mentioned Newsom over there in China. He was on mm. uh, film yesterday on video. Playing basketball. That was so bad. Now he's wearing like loafers. He's got. I know. I mean, he he had a a, a shirt shirt tie. Come on. And he gets out. Now these look like about twelve-year-old Chinese kids, right? Yeah. And they're playing basketball, and and he grabs the ball, and he's going for the basket, and a kid gets in his way, and they end up falling on the ground. Now here's where it gets interesting. Instead of letting the kid get up, Newsom grabs the kid. And then pulls him on top of him as he rolls over on his back and starts rubbing the kid on his head and stuff like this. And finally, the kid pulls free and, and gets up. Maybe and he's I, a weirdo. I don't know. Uh, it, it, <laughs> let, let's just say that's not how you get elected president. I, I, I'm not sure that's the but right move. I don't you know? think that going to China and sucking up to yeah. Xi is going to help you get elected president unless you're taking the Biden method and counting on G to punch, pump a bunch of money into your campaign. Well, they, he said that California and China are going to become very, very close right. if he becomes president. See, and, it, and I don't think that is a good policy position. No. Right? Particularly when you got his background. The guy's failed at everything he's done. He's right. terrible. Right. And, and, uh, and I know a lot of people think that he's going to be running in this cycle, and I don't. I, it's it's going to be a rematch. 
It's Biden and oh, Trump. Oh, it's definitely a rematch. Yeah, and and no. Harris uh, said, "Well, she is a barring, a barring any type of health crisis." Yeah, so, yeah, to that point, Harris said it's a sixty minutes interview. I guess it either came out Sunday or it's coming mm-hmm. out this Sunday. And she said, as far as them running, she says, "No, I can assure you that Joe Biden is alive and well, and we're running for president again." Well, do we know that too? Unfortunately, <laughs> I yeah. guess there was a little suspicion when you see him talking if he actually is alive. He's or alive well. and well. But wow. uh, no, it's going to be a rematch. It's, it's going to be a rematch, and I don't think the turnout is going to be as big as it was the last time. No, so, I don't know. think so either. The, well, I'm not going to. And that's going to favor. That's going to favor I, Trump. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Jim has been patiently waiting. Jim, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, American adversaries, may God continue to bless you guys for all the work that you do and everything you do for us. Oh, we're just having um, fun. Chris, I've got two quickies for you. Uh, the first one's for Mike, since he's going away and won't be here Thursday. I'd like to leave him with these two words, Stacy Abrams. <laughs> but my... I'll take her... Hey, Jim, I'll take your image with me wherever oh, I go. Well, now you won't be able to do anything but that. <laughs> I know. God Thank bless you, for the you Mike. <laughs> my second one is a question for Randy. Now, Randy, you seem to be a very intelligent and well-driven individual. Uh, you've got the American adversaries as a good backing platform for yourself. What happens, and I don't want to cast dispersions, if you don't win, do you have an alternative plan to stay within the political realm? Because we don't want to lose you. (laughs) Yeah, of course I'll stay involved. You know, one of the things I do is, and you've probably known over time, is I'm a fundraiser for a lot of our conservative candidates, and I'm already part of the Trump Victory fundraising team. So I'm not going anywhere unless Chris wants to kick nope. me off the show. Nope. I'll happen. definitely be here. You know, part of part of the journey is also you got to be willing to do the fight. Sometimes the fight you end with black eyes, and sometimes you end with a trophy in your hand. Um, right. Well, all we can do up. right now is don't the best we can. Up. Thank you. I appreciate your support. We ain't gonna let him do that. Okay. <laughs> all right, that. Chris. You take care of him. He's a good uh, guy. All right. We know. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate you being out Thank there. You. All right. All right. Uh, by the way, one of the uh, issues that you've run on is this Pulse Foundation thing. Yeah, I think it's really dis- it's it's disastrous what the media is allowing the mayor and the city council to get away with. It's not about the two million dollar building, and it's no longer even about uh, you know the people that that died that night. Unfortunately, what it's about is a corrupt organization and the One Pulse Foundation spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on people like Earl Crittenden, who was the uh, chairman, one hundred two thousand dollars to be chairman of this board. Uh, why? Why were we even paying him? He was an independently wealth, wealthy person. Yeah, volunteer. You've got, you've got yeah. Scott Bowman, who used to be the government and community relations director for the Magic, now over here sitting here at one hundred. $152,000 a year for, what, four or five years. The bottom line is they used it as a cash influx. And, I, you know, $34 million to go through, Mike, you know, you've got... $34 million. You understand. I mean, and nothing to show for nothing it. Nothing to show for it. Not even one brick laid. But I will tell you this. Now that they have the building, which, they, you know, Buddy Dyer and Patty Sheehan took a victory lap during the gay pride parade over the weekend. I was not there. I saw the pictures. And in my opinion, what a slap in the face to the families to the community, and anybody that's LGBTQ, if you think it's okay to vote for Buddy Dyer or Patty Sheehan on the 7th, knowing the amount of money that the One Pulse Foundation, under their nose, as they were the face of that organization, has literally, it's it's organized crime. And in fact, that the other day on Channel 9, I'll, I'll leave it with this, Chris, on Channel 9 over the weekend, they said, 
Well, the money's gone. It's just gone. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what? What? Kind of like that money Randy, we sent to Ukraine. You see the just title gone. consultant fee. I want to see. I want to see a forensic audit. I want to yeah. see what the mayor, if anything, got financially. What Patty, if anything, she got financially. Think about the trips they made all over oh, the country of course, the to visit different. Uh, memorial sites, yeah, all of them. Who paid for that? The One Pulse Foundation or the city budgets paid for that. Oh, yeah. There's so much corruption in that particular situation. And the funniest part about it is Patty was the very first openly gay elected official in Florida. What a way to either stay or leave knowing you were not able in seven years to get a Pulse Memorial built. What a horrible record. What an achiever. She, she should, she sh- you know, they say that because I worked on the Trump campaign that I do not represent, um, you know, a good gay person. She oh. is as bad as you get if you're going to be out there for seven years being the face of the LGBT community in Orlando and you didn't get a Pulse Foundation built, you didn't get a building put in place, you didn't get a fountain, you didn't get benches, you didn't get nothing. She should be out of office and she should be held criminally responsible for what they are not telling us about the money that they raised, that they spent. This isn't about lawn furniture. I'll joke about that all day long. This is about them taking and never delivering anything for the community. There you go. How's it like that fired up statement, Randy? That was good. Randy, we need to put you on top of a pedestal. <laughs> Randy Ross that for City great. Council District 4 Orlando. Once again, Election Day is officially one week from today. Early voting sites are open. And if you've requested and received a mail-in ballot and have not sent it back yet, please fill it in for Randy Ross. Don't forget you're voting for the mayor's position as well. You have a couple of Republicans you can vote for there. And uh, get that ballot in. And uh, let's turn this thing around in Orange County. I'm sorry, in in the city of Orlando and begin the process for Orange County. All right. Well, actually, Randy, if you get in there, start the investigation. <laughs> As Randy said yeah. earlier, the bad news is the turnout is low. Here's the good news. The turnout, turnout is, is low. low. <laughs> so us Republicans can make a big difference if we get it together and get out. And I know, and get out and vote. I know there's a lot of you folks out there that live in District 4 that are listening to us. So please get out and support Randy Ross in this election. Okay? All right. When we come back, uh, we got a little bit more news we're going to get to this Trumpin' Tuesday. And don't forget the special grand opening ribbon-cutting ceremony tomorrow for Morse Code in Winter Park. It's a hot place in Winter Park right now, ladies and gentlemen. Go check it out on a cool day tomorrow. It's going to be nice and cool and brisk here in Orlando. So check it out. Morse Code on Morse Boulevard right off Park Avenue in downtown Winter Park. We'll be back with Trumpin' Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan and Morse Code. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you suffer with low energy, difficulty sleeping, digestive issues, frequent illnesses, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Heist Health Clinic is for you. Hi, this is Renee Humphreys. At Heist Health Clinic, we use holistic methods to balance your body so it can help heal itself. Call Heist Health Clinic at 407-677-1660 or go online to drheist.com so we can help you experience outrageous health. 
Friends, Lair Adams of the American Adversaries here to remind you to call Cafe Positano's right now and ask about today's chef specials. You know they make the best pizza, strombolis, and calzones, but call ahead the menu changes. Maybe tonight they'll have chicken with mustardello sauce, salmon in a mango citrus glaze, flounder with mushrooms and spinach in a wine reduction, or parmesan-crusted T-bone steak. Got you drooling yet? Google it now and dine in, pick up, or have delivered Central Florida's most authentic Italian food, Cafe Positano's. Hi, I'm John Sieber, President of Patriot Home Funding, Central Florida's best mortgage broker. And we are making mortgages great again by offering the lowest rates and best service, all while not charging any lender junk fees or points on most of our products. And if you are a veteran, we will pay for your appraisal as a way of saying thanks for your service. Take the Patriot Home Funding Challenge. We'll give you five-star luxury service and save you money. Give us a call at 407-389-5132. That's 407-389-5132. One three two, or visit us at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. John Siebert is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 305711. We all know we can't avoid death and taxes. Here in Florida, we also can't avoid mold, mildew, and grime building up on our homes, businesses, carports, and sidewalks. When it's time for you to tackle that dirt and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning, D-E-E-R-E. They do it all from soft washing roofs to high-powered washing for those really tough jobs. No job too big or small. So when it comes time for you to deal with the mold, mildew, and grime, call Deer Brothers Exterior Cleaning at 407-978-8834. Leave the dirty work to them. 407-978-8834. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, remember, you got some trick-or-treaters out there tonight, and they're probably heading out right about now. So please be careful if you're out driving around, especially in neighborhoods where they might be going door-to-door. Okay, so once again, don't forget to get out and support Randy in this election. It's important that we do so. Speaking of elections in Colorado, they're trying to tamper with the election out there by keeping Donald Trump off of the ballot. And it's interesting in the sense that, well, first of all, this is surely going to go to the, the Supreme Court if they if they do decide to do this. It's being handled in a court with a judge. And oh, the, 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 it's a lawsuit. Yeah. And the suit was originally being paid for by an organization called CREW, C-R-E-W. Let me look it up. And... Um, this organization was originally funded by a fellow by the name of George Soros. Oh, That's we right. know who he is, that wonderful man, that Jewish man. That's right. Turned on his own people. Right. And if the judge in the New York civil case looks like a clown, this judge looks like a witch. Um, she's decided that not to recuse herself, even <laughs> though she made contributions to crew. Crew is an organization called Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics 
in oh, Washington. Right there, you know there's no ethics. That's right. Mm-hmm. So this judge has, uh, you know, her. she contributed to it. Her name is Wallace. Her last name is Wallace. George. She, yeah, she, it was only 100 bucks, but she gave it to the Colorado Turnout Project that was formed uh, to go against the Republicans. So basically, she has funded these organizations that have turned around now and are trying to mm-hmm. keep Trump off the ballot. She and, and by the way, she also sent in fifteen hundred dollars to Act Blue, which helps right. get Democrats right. elected. And so, why do these judges do this? Because they're corrupt. <laughs> Basically, I mean, you're are, wondering, are they doing it when they're still attorneys and they haven't run for judge yet? Is that what we're learning? Or I I would imagine what it is is these are very liberal lawyers who become judges. A and, lot of lawyers are liberal. But right. you know what? I mean, the reality reminds, is, Chris, we got to purge these. Somehow the law schools have to get rid of it. You just can't go keep going through these trials that have no merit, no credibility, and the public's losing all faith in the entire legal profession. Right. So, in other words, you look at a lawyer and you go, oh, God. You know what I mean? And the reality is, these of judges are killing the reputation. Why doesn't some group stand up and say, this must stop now? Well, she's a Colorado judge. Her name is Sarah <laughs> Wallace. Uh, and uh, so right. this will obviously, should they decide to keep Trump off the ballot, will make its way to the Supreme Court. And because the reasoning that they're using is that he mm-hmm. was a, quote-unquote, insurrectionist. Oh. And they're using that, uh, was it, section, uh, yeah. Article 3, uh, I'm sorry, Section the 14th Amendment, Section 3, I think it is, where it's about, you know, the insurrections that had to do with the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Is what that's like. And by the way, I've been charged in any of his court cases, any of these filings by these prosecutors, any of these indictments, not a single one has charged him with being an insurrectionist. Or anything like it. Right. All right? So, and he's so and not only this, has he not been convicted, he's not been charged, and yet you're still trying to treat him as though he is. And if they were successful, then that would be set as a precedent that Correct. other states could use Correct. to keep this going all right. over the country. Oh, you can and, charge anybody. And not exactly. Not I'll just Trump, anybody. but yeah, they anybody. can use it to keep other candidates off the ballot yeah. as well. And, this is, and they want to tell us that they want to be more Democrat. They're the more Democratic ones? No. This is about giving the people less choices, not more choices, because they think voters are stupid. It's so obvious what they're doing. You just have to believe it couldn't get through the first day in the Supreme Court. They were just reading, just throw it in the trash can. This well, isn't right. Well, it's in its uh, second day. It's gone through its second day today. <laughs> oh. Basically, it's not a, a trial so much as it, is, as it is a legal debate. They're making legal arguments as to why Trump should or should not be on the ballot. And it'll be up to this judge who's already well, made a predetermination. If they don't think he can win, why do they care? That's, that's, that's just it. Mm-hmm. You see, the Democrats are smart enough to know that anybody that gets to the final dance has a chance to win. In spite of themselves. Oh, yeah, no matter who it is. Somebody if if it. nothing else, 2016 proved that. So they're not going to leave any stone unturned if they can't help it. Plus, the way they see it is it helps drain resources from conservative groups who fight these cases. Like you have um, the Seculo guys who yeah. are helping out on this case. It helps drain resources from them mm-hmm. and people who contribute to them. It, it's just a way to suck money away from Republicans as they have the government giving money to them. So we allow the legal profession 
to just continue this journey. Unfortunately, which is nothing but extortion against political candidates from the Republican side. And I presume that that's what they're teaching in law schools. Oh I mean, boy, law schools oh, aren't yeah. immune from the the, mm-hmm. the crap that's going on in our elite universities right. or college, colleges, mm-hmm. universities all across the country, elite or not. So the law schools are going to be caught up in that stuff too. I mean, the, these judges are being taught to be let's just say change agents rather than agents of the law. Oh, yeah. It, it's like you mentioned earlier when you were talking about the Fed, how it's stacked with academicians. Academicians, So what right. do they come in? They want to come in. They want to change things, right? right. They can see a better way. Uh, yeah. They Except have their they theories. they never danced. They never performed they, the dance because they, they never have, were deeply but, in business Mike, themselves. they have their theories. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Chris. They read yeah. all the books. They, they, they should know more they than the guy the that did it. They ran the computer programs, yeah. but they never ran a damn business. Much less a bank. So why should they run the Fed? But they do. And that's why we end up in tremendous amount of debt. In really messed up situations. You're not kidding. And them telling us it's been a long transitory movement here, you know. Yeah, indeed. Indeed Mm -hmm. it is. All right. Didn't have time tonight. We'll get to it uh, perhaps tomorrow night. Joe Biden signed an executive order on artificial intelligence. Maybe it'll help him. Do you think we could do something for him with that? <laughs> well, he ain't got none of the real kinds. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe we could do <laughs> something. just as well go with yeah. the artificial kind. But uh, uh, our vice president is the one who presented it to the public. So uh, we'll get on to that tomorrow night. But once again, please, if you're in Orlando, vote in the mayor's race. And if you're in District 4, scratch in for Randy Ross. All right? Vote for him. And let's make a difference in Orlando. And uh, to to Jim, uh, we will always fight on, no matter the outcome. All right? That's what we do here. We do not give up. We don't surrender. There's no winning in surrendering. All right. So, and once again, uh, Mike will be out of town Thursday and through the weekend, so we won't be doing the contest. But I hear he's going to bring us a present. Uh, He better. I'm going to bring you a tuna. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. And don't forget, if you would like a chance to win a pair. What is this? Oh, I think this is Bronco's favorite song. All right. There you go. Crank it up a little bit there, Jeff. All right. If you'd like a chance to win a pair of tickets to the next GOP debate, and that's kind of scary, just enter, I'm sorry, text WIN to 94878. Text WIN to 94878. How about that? All right. Let's say, all right. So don't forget. This has been a Trumpin' Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland Nissan. And tomorrow night is the grand opening ceremony for Morse Code on Morse Boulevard in downtown Winter Park. Three o'clock. Be there and help cut that dare ribbon. In the meantime, keep loving, keep praying, try to be a little more godlike every day. Don't give up and never surrender. Night, everybody. Exclusive media partner of the Republican presidential debate, November 8th in Miami, AM 950, FM 94.9, WORL, Orlando. The answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Senate has confirmed Jacob Liu, former Treasury Secretary in the Obama administration, as ambassador to Israel. The Senate confirmed Jacob Liu by a vote of 53 to 43. Liu promised to stand side by side with Israel's leaders as they respond to the October 7th attack by Hamas. Liu said in his confirmation hearing in mid-October that there is currently no greater mission than to be asked to strengthen the ties between the United States